0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible,
1: the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Joshua gathers Israel at Shechem and makes a covenant with them to serve the Lord and put away their foreign gods. It's a great reminder that we must all choose whom we will serve. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Joshua chapter 24
0: on Simply the Bible. We are coming to the end of the book of Joshua and to the end of his life. We pick it up in Joshua 24. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel for their heads, for their judges, and for their officers. And they presented themselves before God. In the previous chapter, Joshua gathered the leaders, telling them that he was going the way of the earth and challenging them to finish taking the land that God had given to them. Now he gathers all the people at Shechem. This would be Joshua's final recorded words to the nation. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, dwelt on the other side of the river in old times, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from the other side of the river, led him throughout all the land of Canaan, and multiplied his descendants, and gave him Isaac." To Isaac, I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau, I gave the mountains of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Also, I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to what I did among them. Afterward, I brought you out. Joshua reviews Israel's history to show God's faithfulness to them. We learn here that Abraham's father, Terah, served other gods on the other side of the Euphrates River in Ur of the Chaldees. God called Abraham out of an idolatrous culture and family to believe in him alone. It is good for us to always remember how God called us out of this world and from the idols we once served to trust in Jesus and to follow him alone. After the children of Israel spent 400 years in Egypt, God called them out to bring them back into the land of Canaan. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. So they cried out to the Lord, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, brought the sea upon them, and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did in Egypt. Then you dwelt in the wilderness a long time. What should have only been two years in the wilderness lasted 40 years because of their unbelief and unwillingness to go into the land as God told them. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites who dwelt on the other side of the Jordan and they fought with you. But I gave them into your hand that you might possess their land, and I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose to make war against Israel and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he continued to bless you. So I delivered you out of his hand. God protected them from all the attacks of the enemy and gave them the land on the east side of the Jordan. Verse 11, Then you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho. And the men of Jericho fought against you, also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I delivered them into your hand. I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out from before you. Also the two kings of the Amorites, but not with your sword or with your bow. I have given you a land for which you did not labor and cities, which you did not build. And you dwell in them. You eat of the vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. God delivered seven nations from the land of Canaan into the hands of Israel. It was not their own sword or bow that brought them victory, but the Lord fought for Israel. God let them possess what others had built. Now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua calls them to serve the Lord. This means that they must fear him and put away their other gods, for no one can serve two masters. Now, Joshua offers them a choice. If they don't want to serve the Lord, then they can serve the gods their fathers served in Ur of the Chaldees, or they can serve the Canaanite gods. Joshua recognized that every person is incurably religious, and we will all worship someone or something. But the worship of the Lord can never be forced upon anyone. We must each choose Whom we will serve. I believe that Joshua put it to them this way because he could see them lapsing into the belief that they could serve the Lord while still holding on to their idols. Joshua brought the issue into the open that they needed to make a choice between one or the other. Joshua had always led by example, and this was no exception. Joshua had made his choice. And he spoke for his entire household. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is good when a man can speak for his household. Joshua demonstrated that before leading the nation, he first led his own family into the worship of Yahweh. Oh, that, that would be the case for all of our families. So the people answered and said, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God is he who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people, including the Amorites, who dwell in the land. We also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The people wanted to distance themselves as far as possible from forsaking the Lord. How could they do such a thing as that? They agreed with Joshua that it had been the Lord who had delivered them from the bondage of Egypt and preserved them in all their ways. It was the Lord who had driven out their enemy before them. When I consider all that the Lord has done to deliver me from my sins, to preserve me and my household in all our ways, and to give us our heart's desire in pastoring His church, it fills my heart with gratitude and causes me to want to be loyal to Him. The children of Israel made their choice. We also will serve the Lord for He is our God. Verse 19. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after he has done you good. Now, why would Joshua tell them that they couldn't serve the Lord? Didn't he want them to do that? Of course he did. But Joshua was showing them that talk is cheap. Already they had a track record of saying one thing and then doing another. If they chose to serve the Lord, then they must back up their commitment with actions. The fact is that the Lord is a holy and jealous God. Israel had entered a marriage covenant with him, and if they were unfaithful, then he would be a jealous husband. If they played the harlot with other gods, then he would not forgive them, but turn and consume them. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. So Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord for yourselves to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. The people remained resolute in their decision. And Joshua said, Okay, then you are witnesses against yourselves today. You've made your choice. And they agreed. We are witnesses. Now, therefore, he said, put away the foreign gods which are among you and incline your heart to the Lord God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord our God, we will serve and his voice we will obey. In other words, we'll put away our foreign gods. Having brought them to their own willing decision to serve the Lord, Joshua now deals with the problem at hand. Put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord. You see, Joshua knew that they could not wholly follow the Lord if they held on to their idols. They had to get rid of these and fully incline their hearts in pure devotion to God or else they could never serve him. The same is true for us. I see people struggling with the same sin over time. But it is because they secretly still love their sin and aren't willing to divorce themselves totally from it. We must hate our sin and throw it out if we would truly serve the Lord. The people agreed that they would serve the Lord and obey his voice. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made for them a statute and an ordinance in Shechem. Now, this was the second covenant that Joshua made with Israel to serve the Lord. It was the best way for him to exit this life. Verse 26, Then Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness to us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord which he spoke to us. It shall therefore be a witness to you, lest you deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart each to his own inheritance. The covenant being renewed, Joshua now did three things. First, he wrote their oath in the book of the law that would be placed in the tabernacle before the Lord. Second, he set up a stone of witness that would be a memorial to them of their commitment to the Lord on this day. They couldn't deny that they had done it. Third, he dismissed the people to return to the land of their inheritance. Perhaps it is time for you to renew your covenant with God. I am confident that if you review the record, you will find that God has been faithful to you. And He is deserving of your loyal love and service. You've been listening to
1: Simply the Bible, the the through-the-Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Joshua and Eliezer the High Priest die and are buried in the Promised Land. Since we will all one day go the way of the Earth, how should we then live? We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Book of Joshua on Simply the Bible.